0: This is the Kitzer of Sicher Beis in uh, Parashas Massey, in Lakut HaSichas, page 122. So the Rebbe here talks about the Pasuk where it says, Zayis Benachla Kanaan sad. The Taita is talking here about the borders of Eretz Yisrael. And Rashi brings from the Pasuk the words, Zayis And he says, ba'aretz. Many of the mitzvists could only be fulfilled in Eretz Yisrael. They can't be fulfilled outside Eretz Yisrael. The Torah has to let you know the lines of the borders of the land. teach you within these borders is where the mitzvahs of Eretz Yisrael are applicable. So the Rebbe asked a couple of questions on this Rashi. First of all, the Rebbe asked, why would Rashi not want to interpret this pasuk in what would seem to be the simple pshat of the pasuk? That the Tait is telling us the borders for the very simple reason and wants to let you know what Yidin are going to be conquering. They should plan for conquering Yaretz Yisrael to know up until where are to conquer the land. Why would we say that now the Tait is telling us about many years later when Yidin are going to complete conquering the land and they'll have to know the mitzvahs, the land, the borders for the mitzvahs that they fulfill? that that's what the Tait is telling us here. It doesn't seem to be the simple shot of the Pasek. Then the Rebbe points out that there's a redundancy here in the words of Rashi. Rashi begins saying that this is where the mitzvahs are uh, uh, fulfilled and then Rashi says it again in the end, it's only here the mitzvahs can be fulfilled. He already said it once before. Besides that, the Rebbe says the key here in the Rashi is the dibura Mascho. It seems like Rashi is coming to explain the borders but Rashi is not bringing the word gvulay sehat. So he's bringing the word Zay Saaretz So what's in those words that Rashi is coming to explain. Then the Rebbe, it focuses on the next Rashi, tipa lechem. And here Rashi brings two pshat, one pshat is, al-shem losh Because this was done with a geirol, so therefore the terminology used by a geirol is tipa. That's why this term is used here. Well then the Rebbe brings the second shot that the Medrish says, that the tailor here is hinting with this that the Abishha brought down, the brought down the ministers above in front of Moshe to show him that they'll be able to conquer the land. So the Rebbe over here again questions why is Rashing veering away from the simple shot of the Pasik? Simple pshat is, tipei lechem, I mean, apparently Rashi is bar- bothered by this terminology of tipei lechem, that the land falls. The land doesn't fall, but the simple pshat would be that the land will fall into your possession. It will conquer the land and it will fall into your possession. Why does Rashi instead come to the union of the Union of Geiril, or the fact that the uh, Sodom will be uh, brought down in front of the, the Eden. And Bechlau that ever says, if Rashi brings two pshatim, there has to be a reason. So, the Rebbe says, the point here is, these words, that is the Teirah is adding a detail that's completely not necessary. If all the Teirah is trying to say is, they're going to be conquering the land, and these are the borders, why would it be necessary for the Teirah to describe how it's going to be given to them? That a Teirah, it'll fall into your possession. Why add that detail? And the, the, re, the meaning of the word tippelachem is like when you use it and you say to a person, this fell into your possession, like you did nothing for it, it just fell into your possession. Why is the Teireh choosing to describe that here? I mean, Regarding the land, what this really means is the Teireh is telling you the land is a gift of Hashem. It's falling, it's coming to you totally from Hashem. Why? Another detail that ever says, why is this something that Abish tells Moshe Rabbeinu to share with all the Yidin? If we were to say that this is just about knowing the borders, to conquer Eretz Yisrael, so this is something that's relevant for Yeshua, or perhaps the generals that are going to be conquering, that are going to be strategizing how to conquer the land. Why is this something that has to be told to all of Klael Yisrael? Therefore the Rebbe says, Rashi tells us, Ha'aretz HaShetipe Lechem is telling us, that yes, this is a gift that the Ebishter gives you, and the Tehidah here is coming to tell you something about the purpose of that gift. Why did the Ebishter choose you to give you this gift? It's because he wants you to fulfill the mitzvahs that could only be done in Eretz Yisrael. He's giving you this special place to do the mitzvahs. And this is relevant to all Yidin. It's not just relevant to Yeshua to conquer the land, but this is something that's being said to all Yidden, And this is being said to Meshra Abenu, no different than any other mitzvah, or all the details of all mitzvahs that are always told to Meshra Abenu, including those mitzvahs that are only fulfilled in Eretz Yisrael, it's told to Mesher and Meshra Abenu shares it with the Yidin. So that's really the theme of the Pasek here. The gift of the Eivishter for the purpose of fulfilling the mitzvahs. That's why the Torah adds these words, tipay l'chem, that it's coming from Hashem. What's the purpose of why it's coming from Hashem? So now the Rebbe clarifies that Rashi explained very clearly that this is all only true about Eretz Yisrael itself, not about Eber a Yardin. Even on the other side of the Yardim, before the yidn not enter into Eretz Yisrael, B'nai God and B'nai Ruvim received a portion there as well. So you may think that the Torah should give us the borders for that portion that they receive there to know where the mitzvahs should be fulfilled there. So Rashi repeats and emphasizes, No, only these borders of Eretz Yisrael on the other side of the Yardin are these mitzvahs fulfilled. Al-Pipshutay in Ever a where Bnei God and B'nai got their portion, there are no mitzvahs of Eretz Yisrael that are relevant there. So this leads us into the next Rashi. So now that we know that the whole point of the word tipoil is to talk about the gift of the Abishter for the fulfillment of mitzvahs, why would the Taitet choose this term tipoil? Tipoil is sort of a derogatory term that it falls. Why wouldn't the Taitet choose a more positive term? Tockum It'll be raised up for you. So soft, soft. The question still remains: What is the meaning of the pshat, the word, the choice of the word tipoil? So therefore Rashi has to explain that Tipei Lechem is not how it would seem in the simple pshat, that the land falls into your possession, but the Teirah here is hinting to the geiral that the geiral when they divided the land, they made the geiral, and that's an appropriate term used by a geiral. And the Rebbe also explains this is connected to the fact that the Eivishtah gives it, because the Teirah, the geiral was done with the voice of the Eivishtah speaking. That's what brings Rashi to this conclusion, this unusual word of Tipei. In the, in, the, in the context of a that's talking about the Eivishtah's gift, The question though is, in the simple chat of the Pusik, we're not talking about dividing the land. We're talking over here about the entire land, the border of the entire land. Another thing that ever points out, if you want to really push for the right word, even if you want to use a word that would be appropriate for a geidel, to hint to the geidel that was done, you can use the word tala. The word tala is also used by a geidel. It's used by Yom Kippur, by the geidel that was made in Yom Kippur. So why not use the term tala here, which is a more positive term that fits into the context that we're trying to express, the gift of the Eimishra that he didn't receive this land. So therefore Rashi brings us the second shot, the medrash that Tipo Elochem is talking about the entire land and it's talking about the great thing that the Eveshti did, that he brought down the sudden from above, the ministers from above, to show Moshe Ravenna that they'll be able to conquer the land. But the Rebbe points out, of course, this is only a second shot. this is a medrish. it's not, you don't see this whole thing hinted in the Pasik. And also, Tipoil, according to this pshat, refers to the Sodom, not to the land, even though the simple pshat of the Pasuk, it's talking about the land. And in the simple pshat of the Pasuk, tipoil is future tense. If it's talking about the Sodom that the Abisha brought down, that's something that happened already in the past. So therefore, we understand why Rashi brings both of these pshatim. Now, in the Yaina Shaltaytad, the Rebbe explains beautifully that Oretz, the land, also refers to the Neshama of yid. The neshama of a yid falls down from a very high place, from a high rooftop into a low place over here in the world. And why does the neshama come into this world? Because there's many mitzvahs to be fulfilled here in the borders of this physical world. And the neshama enters into this world not only to repair and elevate the nefesh bahamas and the gof, but the neshama is doing the action of the mitzvah. And the action of the mitzvah, that creates a tremendous connection to the essence of Hashem that the neshama cannot create in any of the revelations that it has above. But then the Rebbe adds yet a deeper point. The Torah specifically uses the term tepoyal, that the neshama falls to hint to the fact that the neshama is falling in its emotional experience. The neshama does not have that same Ava, the love and awe for Hashem that it has above. The neshama is here in this world and is grappling with a gulf, with an Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas, with the challenges... It, it falls, it, it has a very difficult experience sometimes, but this presses out of the nishama deeper, it, it, it brings out of the nishama deeper energies to overcome all these challenges, and this reveals the essence of the nishama And the essence of the nishama is hinted in the concept of a geidah, just like a geidah, where a person is throwing a lottery and he relies on the geidah and he suspends his own logic the same thing also the essence of the neshama, the aveda vayid when he when he has to deal with the guf and the nevesha bahamis he has to go the milametam vadas beyond reason and logic and move and go forward with his aveda Hashem. and this reveals the essence of his neshama. And then, according to this, the Rebbe says, the next Pshat of Rashi is a continuation. When a Yid serves the Eivishter with this determination, with the essence of his Nishamah. so then the Eivishter responds and the Eivishter brings down any opposition or any disturbances or obstacles that would have been in your way. The Ebishter gets rid of all of them. The Bechinas Meishe, which is within every single Yid, experiences an openness and a freedom to be able to fulfill all mitzvahs and ultimately to make the Dirbet for the Ebishter, which will ultimately extend not only in Eretz Yisrael, but in, in the entire world as Chazal tell us, Asida Eretz Yisrael, Sh'tispashet B'cholo Eilam and Eretz Yisrael will be extended into the entire world.